Hello everyone. Welcome to another exciting episode of Buzz on Broad Street with Meristem Research. I know you've missed us, but I mean, we're back. My name is Praise Yansekin, and this is Buzz on Broad Street, like I said. And we're bringing you in a weekly roundup of the equities markets. And also we'll talk about and um, some, some significant macro events that happened this week. Of course, I have with me very interesting and quintessential analysts. <laughs> you should see them in the studio right now. I have Bolade Agola. Woo, woo, woo. And I have Sadiq Safiriyu. <laughs> How are you guys doing? How was your week? Ah, it was fine. It was fine. Let me just leave it as it was fine, but it choked. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's the work. We have to do it. What about you, Sadiq? Yeah, my week was also fine, but yeah, uh, stressful as well. Yeah. I mean, we're working for daily bread, I believe. Exactly. So, but by now, God should just give us the break because, <laughs> anyways. So let's you know get into the gist of today. Um, so Dick, what's happening on the equities market this week? And I mean, you can also talk about the fixed income market, but we just want to know. Okay, so um, you know we. We as this um research, we already expected it from the beginning of the week that the market will close down. Mm. And you know mm. Yeah <laughs> exactly. Run us our dollars. <laughs> exactly. And then we saw the Nigerian equities market, you know, um close on negative notes as um it closed zero point nine one percent week on week. And then um the you know year to date moved from fifteen point eight two percent last week to fourteen point seven seven percent this week. Um, majorly, the some beer weather um, stocks, you know, were, were the reasons for the close down in in the that we experienced. Yeah, the beer weather stocks in that that we that we yeah they were the ones, you know, that sort of moved the markets. Down. We have likes of um, Boas Cement, likes of Total, Gitico, and Seplat. You know, um, surprisingly, Boas Cement closed down about ten percent. Wow. So oh, you can that, imagine exactly. You can that's imagine. You can imagine how how it's way. So across sectoral indices, you know, all sectors closed down except banking. You know, banking sector. And you might be wondering that it, um, the banking sector, surprisingly, because for a while now the banking the banking sector um, has been closing down. But yeah, I think it's it's our season mm. for the banking sector. Mm. So. As the banking analyst, exactly. <laughs> so yes, um, the banking the banking sector was um, the major was, was the only um, sectoral index that closed up. So yeah, that's. So I'm um, just I mean I'm thinking um, the market has we've been in like that bearish mode for a while. Can you what do you think is the reason for this bearish mode, and why do you think there's all of a sudden interest in the banking sector? Well, so um, you know. The we, we've experienced um, two interest rate hikes from the MPC now, and you know what the movement basically is that once or when, when with the rate hike, um, the fixed income markets now will become more attractive, and we've seen that play out mainly both in the primary markets and um, in secondary markets. We've seen um, rates going upward, trending upward, both. Um, in T-bills, the primary T-bills markets and the bond markets, right? So this in um, combination with the macro, some macro um, indices or some macro indicators in, in Nigeria, we've seen, you know, inflation rates trending upward, mm-hmm. you know, to um, the highest since September 2005, you know. So this basically would put that... Um, 
will I say skepticism yeah. or fear yeah, yeah. In, in investors' mind and they would want to, you know, sort of move away from risky yeah. assets so to save ahead to safer even. So really I think that that's the reason why we've been seeing this sort of very sentiment in the equities market. And then for the banking, you know, um attention to the banking um sector well will i say it is our season as well because the rates i could just you know it's a positive well net positive for the banking for the banking um companies or tickers now because it ups their top line and when i mean that's basically the interest income yeah. with the rate hike they get to you know reprice their loans and then good interest income from there although interest expenses expected to also trend upward but then when we look at the net effect, it's positive for them. And we've also seen, you know, some corporate actions from some um, banks. We have the likes of Assess, the like the Assess, um, you know, FBNH. really, yeah, and FBNH. So yeah, we've we've seen that, and I think that's one of the reasons why there's growing attention in the banking sector. Yeah, I think Assess Assess um, Bank the ticker closed up this week. This week, yeah, yeah exactly. Mm. So basically, what I'm hearing is, please pack your money into banking to buy banking <laughs> stocks. So I mean, okay, this is not a recommendation. <laughs> this is for me. So it's interesting that you mentioned rate hikes and inflation and all that because I mean, we're about to get down into rate hikes and inflation. This week, it was raining rate hikes everywhere. We had the U.S. Fed hiking rates, we had the South African Reserve Bank hiking rates, we had the Bank of England. I'm like, okay, what's going on? What like? Okay, so this question is for Bolade. That what I just said. What is going on? So give us just about the raining, raining rate hikes. Okay, so like we've been seeing, following from the Russia-Ukraine crisis, when there's been um, supply chain disruptions, and then commodity um, prices has gone up, and then this filtered into like inflation, like globally, right? So high inflation and everything, and even though like last um, last report from this. Um, um, countries that's US, UK. We saw a slight disinflation, but you know, month on month there was still an increase. So I think um, the monetary authorities in those places are really keen on inflation going back to their target band. So yeah. they want to just you know keep hiking the rates and you know just to make sure that um, everything goes back to well back to normal if they can do it like that's the benchmark um the target band of two percent so that's why there's been hiking rates in the u.s and it was something that you know as is expected even mm-hmm. we here at maritime research we know that was our expectations and then also in the uk the same thing you know played out and then so even in i think yeah in south africa too there was yes. also this inflation right yeah. Yeah, but still, but still a um, rate hike so it's just monetary authorities like taking a stance on price, um, like their yeah price stability. Yeah. They are they are ensuring that oh this is what we want and you know they want to get it. And then moving into Nigeria and I mean I was gonna ask <laughs> <laughs> moving into Nigeria we did not see any moderation. Well month on month though yeah, yeah month on month though so but it has not really. really filtered into our year-on-year you know inflation and our MPC meeting is like next, next week, week yeah. so. Our expectation is that uh, there's going to be like a rate hike too in the domestic economy because really, because really, um, inflation did not um, really moderate except month on month, and it was not even like significant enough to like drag the year on year um, inflation. So, 
it's going to be raining rate hike this september mm. so is it september to is it september to remember or september to rain rate hikes whatever <laughs> we would we would fight soon the details later so um I mean, it's quite interesting. The whole conversation on rate hikes and the inflation and everything is quite interesting. So, in your opinion, do you think that... I mean, this question is for both of you. In your opinion, do you think that the Fed and the Bank of England and everybody can successfully bring inflation back to their target band? <laughs> well, let me go first. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so, successfully, I don't even think that it's going to happen like this year mm. because there are so many factors that is... Um, driving inflation well there are part there are particular scenarios or conditions that are specific to different um countries okay so there are factors um like what is causing the inflation there's energy prices going up food prices and then there's also the money supply part which the monetary authorities will be able to solve with the maybe eight rate hike but the energy prices food prices there is covid um challenges in china like supply chain is up and down so like solving it in the near term is not so feasible yeah. it's not really feasible like that and then um there's still tension in russia and ukraine mm-hmm. so these things are also factors that contribute to inflation so you cannot just say because of their like raising raising rates, rates is yeah. just going to solve anything yeah, yeah. yeah so hopefully when tensions eases in um in eastern europe and then covid 19 has been contained in china and we see um um activities in um trades and everything we believe that this would cause prices to you know slow down and all also um for because of fears of recession as as of today oil barrel um oil price rather fell below 90 dollar per barrel today and so it's, it's majorly attributed to the fact that there's fears of recession because of the rate hikes that is you know, currently going on. And even though that um, oil price um, fell, it's only going to affect energy prices. Mm-hmm. And that's what played out in the U.S. Um, disinflation, right? It's not going to like... Affect across board. It's not like yeah. across board and everything yeah. will just settle down. So... It's, a, it's still a dicey situation. It's a dicey situation. Mm, I think she has, you know, she, covered the whole yeah, part she, of she it. And you know, when you say, "Oh, oil prices are falling below ninety dollars per barrel," I mean, somebody in Nigeria that's an oil exporting um, country will be thinking, "Oh my God, that's going to affect my country." But even when the price was high, mm-hmm. your country was still not benefiting. Let's, let's not go there. Let's not talk about that. So, um. We've talked a lot about oh, rate hikes and bringing down inflation and everything. But coming back to Sodigna, how do you think this is going to... I mean, of course, we are seeing... We saw our own um, equities market here in Nigeria close mm-hmm. down. This is, but how do you think investors should react? Boladi has um, said a little bit about mm-hmm. reaction of oil prices. Yeah. But how do you think investors should react, basically? And I want you to touch on the fixed income side of things, too, because, I mean, investors will probably be interested in both the fixed income and equities market yeah. right now. So how do you think they should react to this information? Okay, so um, I think, well, will I say the answer is straightforward? Mm. Maybe, maybe not. But then, you know, when with, with the um, persistent rate hikes that we've been seeing, you know, I don't, I don't think the, it's equities market season, really. So for equities markets, you know, there, there would be that sell-off because of um, the, that investors fear towards risky assets but then it, it, it doesn't mean that investors can benefit from the equities market really because there are the the sell-offs and 
pulling the prices down. We, are, we have um, good, you know, stocks fundament that are good fundamentally with attractive prices. We won't give you a recommendation. Come to Mary's <laughs> Stem so that we help you build our, build okay, your wealth. <laughs> yeah, actually. So if you if, you know if you want the the stocks that are really good where you can put your money, just come. We help you build your wealth really. So <laughs> yeah, and then we, for fixed income, right? Fixed income is really doing doing well because the rates hikes are making this instrument more attractive we've seen that play out in you know primary the primary market auctions and it's filtering into secondary markets as well so yes you you know for investors based on your risk tolerance risk appetite now it's very important to know that right so based on your risk um tolerance you might want to you know, benefit from fixed income instruments as safe as a, as a safer you know okay. so opportunity, right? Investment opportunity for equities. This will be you looking at long term. So okay. aside strict tolerance, you want to look at your liquidity needs too. Mm-hmm. So if you are looking longer term, then you can put in your money to attractive you know tickers. And as I said again, I'm repeating again. You should benefit from this, and Mary's time is the best place to come. So ah, that okay. <laughs> okay. If you've never had an, if you've never seen adverts before, I think we have finally seen one. So I think what I can really take out from some of the things you've mentioned is the fact that um, your investment horizon is very important. Yes. Your your risk capital is very important. Your liquidity needs are important. So, as much as yeah, fixed income sounds like the best mm-hmm. um, option right now, it sounds like it, but like Sodik said, there are definitely still opportunities that you can find in the equities market. And um, just you know, sit with an advisor to you know hear and know how you can plan your world. Because I mean, we, we want to grow wealth for you. So, <laughs> so I think we've had a very interesting conversation. I don't know if you guys have any parting words or any last you know information to share before we go okay for me there's no need to panic sell or Mm -hmm. panic buy most of the time like this equity the equity market is usually up and down it always has the season yeah and it's always there's the up season when it's the up season it's really the up season you make Mm -hmm. cool money right so i think other than just uh, moving with the bandwagon and everything there's a need to like what Sadiq said know your risk appetite know your tolerance and you know invest in fundamentally like good stocks because in the long run it's going to benefit and we know stocks that has traded like one era five era 20 and then now they are like times 10 of their yeah. their prices so that's just it for me and Sadiq Okay, pattern word. We've been saying a lot of you know investment and technical jargons, but yeah, my own is thank God it's Friday. You know, rest, enjoy your life. <laughs> okay, so so um, so this parting word words is um sorry, but like this parting words is invest. Right? So this parting words is spend your money. Okay, yeah. I see, <laughs> I see, I see. That's a, that's a very dynamic group here. Yeah. All right, thank you everyone for joining us today. Um, it's been a very interesting conversation. I mean, I think that um. Buzz on Broad Streets is dedicated to bringing you really, really nice tips and really nice um, information of what happened during the week. And if you're not staying tuned to us, I'm like, really? Wow. And if by now you have not shared this podcast with your friends and, you know, with people that are just really interested in hearing about the markets and financial news and things that are happening in the macroeconomic environment, we are the plug. So thank you so much for listening to us. Thank you so much for joining this week. Uh, we'll see you next week. Stay tuned. Bye. 
The podcast you just listened to reflects the independent opinion of the host or analyst at Meristem Securities Limited and does not reflect the view of Meristem Securities or any of its subsidiaries. The podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended to serve as a recommendation to buy or sell any security. The podcast is not also a research report and is not intended to serve as a basis for any investment decision. Thank you. Meristem Securities Limited.